Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. So, Father God, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your diligence, your abundance, your peace, and your grace, Father God. You're always with us. No matter what's going on in our life, you are always there. So, Lord, I just ask that you be with us today, Lord. Let us um, be focused on you, have our cups uh, pointed upwards towards you, Father God, that uh, as you just pour down your abundance and your mercy and your love and your grace, um, that we are, are sitting here with arms wide open to receive it, Father God. Speak to us mightily today, Father God, as we read, uh, as we're in your word, Father. I know that there's a word for somebody out there today, Father God. So whatever it may be, let it be loud, let it be bold, let it, let it speak clearly to someone today, Father God. Um, we, ask that, uh, we ask for peace for those that are in Florida and South Florida in the path of Hurricane Ian. We ask for safety for all of them. Um, and I ask for an extra dose of blessings and, and protection for the first responders and for all the utility workers that, that are down there, Father God. I know that we saw lots of people headed towards the, the damage, towards the destruction, uh, towards the storm, Father God. And I just ask for extra courage um, and blessings and safety for all of them, Father God. So we love you. We're so thankful for all you've given us and all you've done for us and all the doors you've opened and all the doors that you have closed behind us, Father God. So we ask for your grace and your mercy today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Alrighty, friends. Well, um, if you haven't already, head over to study his word. You can uh, register to get um, reminders of uh, what the readings are and um, just jump in and be a part of the um, part of the family or part of the tribe. You know, make sure you click the like button, the heart button, the notification button, the bell button, all those magical buttons um, so you can subscribe so you never miss a reading. We do read every single Monday through Saturday, 6 a.m. Pacific for those getting up super early, 9 a.m. Eastern time and somewhere in the middle. So with all that said, let me roll right into it. We're starting with Genesis 30 today. Let's do this thing. All right, Genesis 30. Now when Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, she became jealous of her sister. And she said to Jacob, Give me children, or else I die. Then Jacob's anger burned against Rachel, and he said, Am I in the place of God, who, is, who has withheld you from the fruit of the womb? She said, Here is my, here is my maid, Bilah. Go in, and, uh, go in to her, that she may bear on my knees. That though uh, through her, I too may have children. So she gave him her maid, Bilah, as his wife. And Jacob went into her. Bilah conceived and bore Jacob a son. Then Rachel said, God has vindicated me and has indeed heard my voice and has given me a son. Therefore, she named him Dan. Rachel's maid, Bilhah, became uh, conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. So Rachel said, with mighty wrestling, I have wrestled with my sister, and I have indeed prevailed. And she named him Naphtali. When Leah saw that she had stopped bearing, she took her maid Zilpah and gave her to Jacob as a wife. Leah's maid Zilpah bore Jacob a son. Then Leah said, how fortunate. She named him Gad. Leah's maid Zilpah bore Jacob a second son. 
Then Leah said, happy am I, for women will call me happy. So she named him Asher. Now in the days of wheat harvest, Reuben went and found mandrakes in the field and brought them to his mother, Leah. Then Rachel said to Leah, please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But she said to her, is it a small matter for you to take my husband? Would you take my son's mandrakes also? So Rachel said, therefore, may he lie with you tonight in return for your son's mandrakes. When Jacob came in from the field in the evening, uh, then Leah went out to meet him and said, you must come in to me for I, sure, I have surely hired you with my son's mandrakes. So he lay with her that night. God gave heed to Leah and she conceived and bore Jacob a fifth son. Then Leah said, God has given me my wages because I gave my husband, my maid to my husband. So she named him Issachar. Leah conceived again and bore a sixth son to Jacob. Then Leah said, God has endowed me with a good gift. Now my husband will dwell with me because I have bore him six sons. So she named him Zebulun. Afterwards, she bore a daughter and named her Dinah. Then God remembered Rachel and God gave heed to her and opened her womb. So she conceived and bore a son and said, God has taken away my reproach. She named him Joseph, saying, May the Lord give me another son. Now it came about when Rachel had borne Joseph that Jacob said to Laban, Send me away, that I may go my own place into my own country. Give me my wives and my children for whom I have served you, and let me depart, for you yourself know my service, which I have rendered you. But Laban said to him, If now it pleases you, stay with me. I have divined that the Lord had blessed me on your account. He continued, Name me your wages, and I will give it. But he said to him, You yourself know how I have served you, and how your cattle have, all, have fared with me. For you have had little before I came, and it has increased a multitude. And the Lord has blessed you wherever I have turned. But now, when, I shall, when shall I provide for my own household also? So he said, What shall I give you? And Jacob said, You shall not give me anything. If you will do this one thing for me, I will again pasture and keep your flock. Let me pass through your entire flock today, removing from there every speckled and spotted sheep and every black one among the lambs and the spotted and speckled among the goats and such shall be my wages. So my honesty will answer for me later. When you come concerning my wages, everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and black among the lambs, if found with me, will be considered stolen. Laban said, Good. Let it be according to your word. So he removed on that day the striped and spotted male goats and all the speckled and spotted female goats, every one with white in it, and all the black ones among the sheep, and he gave them to care of his sons. And he put a distance of three days' journey between himself and Jacob. And Jacob fed the rest of, the, of Laban's flocks. Then Jacob took fresh rods of poplar and among the plane trees and peeled white stripes in them, exposing the white with which was in the rods. He set the rods which he had peeled about uh, peeled in front of the flocks of the gutters, even in the watering troughs, where the flocks came to drink, and they mated when they, uh, when they came to drink. So the flocks mated by the rods, and the flocks brought forth striped speckled spots and spotted. Jacob, Jacob separated the lambs and made the flocks face towards the striped 
and all the blacks, the black and the flocks of Laban. And he put his own herds apart, and he did, did not put them with Laban's flock. Meanwhile, whenever, a strong, uh, whenever the stronger of the flock were mating, Jacob would place the rods in the sight of the flocks in the gutters, so that they mate, might mate by the rods. But when the flock was feeble, he did not put them in. So the feebler was Laban's, and the stronger was Jacob's. So the man became exceedingly prosperous, and had large flocks and female and male servants, and camels and donkeys. It's almost like Jacob knew what he was doing, huh? All right. Genesis 31. Now Jacob heard the words of Laban's son, and saying, Jacob has taken away all what was our father's, and from what belonged to our father, he has made all the wealth, all his, this wealth. Jacob saw the multitude of Laban, and behold, it was not friendly towards him as formerly. Or the attitude of Laban, excuse me. Jacob saw the attitude of Laban, and behold, it was not friendly towards him as formerly. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Return to the land of your fathers and to your relatives, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah to his flock in the field, and said to them, I see your father's attitude. That is not friendly towards me as formerly, but the God of my father has been with me. You know that I have served your father with all my strength, yet your father has cheated me and changed my wages ten times. However, God did not allow him to hurt me. If he spoke thus, the speckled shall be your wages. Then all the flocks brought forth speckled. And if he spoke thus, the striped shall be your wages. Then all the flocks brought forth striped. Thus God has taken away your father's livestock and given them to me. And it came about at this time when the flock were mating that I lifted up my eyes and saw in a dream. And behold, the male goats which were mating were striped, speckled, and mottled. Then the angel of God said to me in a dream, Jacob. And I said, I am here I am. He said, lift up now your eyes and see that all male goats which are mating are striped, speckled, and mottled. And for I have seen that all, I've seen all that Laban has been doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed a pillar, where you made a vow to me. Now arise, leave this land, and return to the land of your birth. Rachel and Leah said to him, Do we still have any portion of inheritance in our father's house? Are we not reckoned by him as foreigners? For he has sold us, and he has also entirely consumed our purchase price. Surely all the wealth which with God which God has taken away from our fathers belong to us and our children. Now then, do whatever God has said to you. Then Jacob arose and put his children and his wives upon camels. And he drove away all of his livestock and all his property which he has gathered, his acquired livestock which he has gathered in Padamaram, to go to the land of Canaan to his father Isaac. When Laban had gone to shear his flock, then Rachel stole the household idols, well, that were his father's. And Jacob deceived Laban and the Aramean by not telling him that he was fleeing. So he fled with all he had, and he arose and crossed the Euphrates River, and set his face towards the hill country of Gilead. When it was told, uh, when it was told Laban on the third day that Jacob had fled, then he took his kinsmen with him and pursued a distance of seven days' journey, and he overtook him in the hill country of Gilead. God, be, uh, God came to Laban and the Aramean in the dream of the night and said to him, Be careful that you do not speak to Jacob either good or bad. 
Laban caught up with Jacob. Now Jacob had pitched his tent in the hill country, and Laban with his kinsmen camped in the hill country of Gilead. Then Laban said to Jacob, What have you done by deceiving me and carrying away my daughters like captives by the sword? Why did you flee secretly and deceive me, and did not tell me so that I might have sent you away with joy and with song and with timbrel and lyre? And did, not, uh, and did not allow me to kiss my sons and my daughters. Now you have done foolishly. It is in my power to harm you. But the God of your father spoke to me last night, saying, Be careful not to speak either good or bad to Jacob. Now you have indeed gone away, because you longed greatly for your father's house. But why did you steal my gods? Then Jacob replied to Laban, Because I was afraid, for I thought that you would take your daughters from me by force. The one with whom you find the one with whom you find your gods shall not live in the presence of your kinsmen. Point out what is yours among my belongings and take it for yourself. For Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen them. So Laban went to Jacob's tent and into Leah's tent, and into the tent of the two maids, but he did not find them. Then he went out to Leah's tent and entered Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken the household idols and put them in the camel saddle, and she sat on them. And Laban fell through, the, uh, through all the tent, but did not find them. She said to her father, Let not my lord be angry that I cannot rise before you, for the manner of women is upon me. So he searched, but did not find the household idols. Then Jacob became angry and content, contended with Laban. And Jacob said to Laban, What is my transgression? What is my sin that you have host, uh, hotly pursued me? Though you have felt throughout, um, through all my goods, what have you found in all of your household goods? Set it here before my kinsmen and your kinsmen, that they may decide between us two. These twenty years I have been with you. Your, your, your ewes and your female goats have not miscarried, nor have I eaten the rams of your flock. That which was torn of beasts I did not bring to you. I bore the loss of it myself. You required it of my hand, whether stolen by day were stolen by night. Thus I was. By day the heat consumed me, and the frost by night, and my sleep fled from my eyes. These twenty years I have been in your house. I served you fourteen years and your two daughters, and six years for your flock. And you have charged, uh, changed my wages ten times. If the God of my father, the God of Abraham, the fear of Isaac, had not been for me, surely now you would have sent me away empty-handed. God has seen my affliction and the toil of my hands, so he rendered my judgment last night. Then replied, Laban replied to Jacob, The daughters are my daughters, and the children are my children, but the flocks are my flocks, and the flocks are my flocks, and all you see is mine. But what can I do this day to see my daughters or to their, uh, or to their children whom they have borne? So now come, let us make a covenant, you and I, and let, us, let it be witness between you and me. Then Jacob took a stone and set it up as a pillar. Jacob said to his kingmen, Gather stones. So they took the stones and made a heap, and they ate there by the heap. Now Laban called it Jegar Sadutha, but Jacob called it Galid. Laban said, This heap is a witness between you and me this day. Therefore it was named Galid. And the Mizpah, for which he, uh, for he said, and Mizpah, for he said, May the Lord wretch, uh, watch between you and me when we were absent from one another. 
if you mistreat my daughters or if you take wives beside my daughters, although no man is with us, see, God is witness between you and me. Laban said to Jacob, Behold this heap, and behold the pillar which I have set between you and me. This heap is a witness, and the pillar is a witness, that I will not pass this heap to you for harm, and you will not pass this heap and this pillar with me for harm. The God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the God of their father, judge between us. So Jacob swore by the father of, of so Jacob swore by the fear of his father Isaac. Then Jacob offered a sacrifice in the mountain and called his kingmen's to the kingsmen to the meal, and they ate the meal and spent the night in the mountains. Early the next uh, early in the morning, Laban arose, kissed his sons and his daughters, and blessed them. Then Laban departed and returned to his place. Genesis 32. Now Jacob went, went on his way. The angels of God met him. Jacob uh, said when he saw them, this is God's camp. So he named the place Mahanaim. When Jacob sent messengers before him to his brothers Esau in the land of Ser in the country of Edom, he also commanded them, saying, Thus you shall say to my lord Esau, Thus says your servant Jacob, I have sojourned with Laban and stayed until now. I have oxen and donkeys and flocks of male and female servants, and I have sent to tell my lord that I may find favor in your sight. The messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to your brother Esau, and furthermore he is coming to meet you, and four hundred men are with him. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed, and he divided the people with who were with him, and the flocks and the herds and the camels into two companies. For he said, If Esau comes with one company and attacks it, then the company which is left will escape. Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, O Lord, who, you, who said to me, Return to your country and to your relatives, and I will prosper you. I am unworthy of this love kindness, this loving kindness, and of all the faithfulness with which uh, you have sh shown your servant. For, for my staff only I crossed this Jordan, and now I have become two companies. Deliver me, I pray, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I, uh, for I fear him, that he will come and attack me and, and the mothers of, with my children. For you said, I will surely prosper you and make your descendants in the sand of the sea, as the sand of the sea, which is too great to be numbered. So he spent the night there. Then he selected from what he had with, uh, with him as a present for his brother Esau. 200 female goats and 20 male goats, 200 ewes and 20 rams, 30 milking camels and their colts, 40 cows and 20 bulls, 20 female donkeys and 20 male donkeys. He delivered them into the hands of, of his servants, he every, dro um, every drove by itself, and said to his servants, Pass on before me and put a space between droves. He commanded the one in the front, saying, when my brother Esau meets you and asks you, saying, To whom do you belong, and where are you going, and to whom do these animals in front of you belong? Then you shall say, These belong to your servant Jacob, and it is present sent, uh, and it is a present sent to my lord Esau. And behold, he is also behind us. Um, oops, I missed the page. Here we go. 
Then he commanded also the second and third, and all of those who followed and drove, saying, After this manner you shall speak to Esau when you find him, and you shall say, Behold, your servant Jacob is also behind us. For he said, I will appease him with this presence that goes before me, and afterward I will see his face. Perhaps he will accept me. So the present passed before him, and uh, while he himself spent that night in the camp. Now he arose the same night and took his two wives and two maids and his eleven children and crossed the ford of Jabbok. He took them and said, sent them across the stream, and he sent across whatever he had. Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When he saw that he had not prevailed against him, he touched the socket of his thigh, so the socket of Jacob's thigh was dis dislocated while he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the dawn is breaking. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. He said, Your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel, for you have strive, striven with God and with men and, with, and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him and said, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob named the place Peniel, for he said, I have seen God face to face, and yet my life has been preserved. Now the sun rose upon him as he crossed over the Penuel, and he was limping on his thigh. Therefore, to this day, the sons of Israel do not eat the, the sinew of the hip, which is the socket of his thigh, because he touched the socket of Jacob's thigh and the sinew of the hip. All right, Genesis 33, our last chapter today. Then Jacob lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, Esau was coming, and four hundred men with him. So he divided his children among Leah and Rachel and the two maids. He put the maids and their children in front, and Leah and her children next, and Rachel and Joseph last. But he himself passed on ahead of them, and bowed down to the ground seven times, until he came near to his brother. Then Esau ran to meet him, and embraced him, and fell on his neck and kissed him, and they wept. He lifted his eyes and saw the, the women and the children and said, Who are all? Who are these with you? So he said, The children whom God has graciously, graciously given your servant. Then the maids came near with their children, and they bowed down. Leah likewise came near with her children, and they bowed down, and afterwards Joseph came near with Rachel, and they bowed down. And he said, What do you mean by all this company which I have met? And he said, To find favor in the sight of my Lord. But Esau said, I have plenty, my brother, so what have you? Uh, let what you have to be your own. Jacob said, No, please, if now I have found favor in your sight, then take my present for my hand, for I see your face as one sees the face of God, and you have received me favorably. Please take my gift, which has been brought to you, because God has dealt graciously with me, and because I have plenty. Thus he urged him, and he took it. Then Esau said, Let us take our journey and go, and I will go before you. But he said to him, My Lord knows that the children are frail, and the flocks and herds which are nursing it care to me. And if they are driven hard one day, all the flocks will die. Please let the Lord pass on before his servant, and I will proceed at my leisure, according to the pace of the cattle that are before me, and according to the pace of the children, until I come to my Lord at Seir. Esau said, Please let me leave with you some of the people who are with me. But he said, What need is there? Let me find favor in the sight of my Lord. 
So Esau returned that day on his way to Sarah. Jacob journeyed to Sukkoth and built for himself a house and made booths for his livestock. Therefore, the place is named Sukkoth. Now Jacob came safely to the city of Shechem, which is the land of Canaan. When he came to Padamaram, he camped before the city. He brought the he bought the piece of land where he pitched his tent from the land or from the hand of his son of the sons of Hamor, Shechem's father, for one hundred pieces of money. Then he erected there an altar and called it El Elio Israel. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you, and may His light shine upon you.